All right, welcome to another episode of In the Bonus Podcast. You guys have been rocking with us all season. We are excited to be doing our final episode of season one. Um, and so if you made it this far, we definitely appreciate you guys for rocking with us all season. Um, but fellas, how y'all been living, man? What's been going on with y'all? Bruh, uh -oh. played basketball today for the first time in like 13 to 14 months. You, you know, see, trash. My back hurting, <laughs> my knees hurt, my feet hurt. <laughs> I need a better, I need a better chair to sit in and do this podcast, to be honest. But yeah, I'm hurt right now. Yeah, my butt, yeah, my butt hurts. That, it's so weird, brother. My butt hurt, but it does hurt. <laughs> like you, you the, the, the cheeks, you talking about the cheeks are like inside. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, you said it. You said it was hurting. Just clarify, because people don't know. Bruh. You got to say you, you can't just call it a statement don't like that. Don't, 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 don't answer that, dumb. No, the, the final episode gonna be like gonna, this, man. This how you write. Don't, don't answer that. It's a setup, boy. <laughs> no, it's not. I just wanted right, want to um, clarify himself. So how y'all boys doing, man? How y'all boys? Doing, now it look worse. Now it look worse that he changed the subject. So. So let's do, let's change the subject then. So it's people, let, let your imagination wonder <laughs> as to what part of Dominique's buttocks is hurting. <laughs> we'll just move past that then. Yeah, I <laughs> hope. You so, say what? Oh, no, I was gonna say I like that. He's making it worse. <laughs> <laughs> you know what Dominique is talking about then? Cool. Oh no, nah, my butt won't hurt me. <laughs> I got some really? ankle and knee pain though. Bro, my ankle, I hooped the Sunday before last. I'm still recovering. I mean, that sounds like a You sound like you want jumping though, cool. That's probably what it was. Were you jumping? <laughs> what does that got to do with anything? <laughs> I mean, that's how your, your glutes could hurt if you was hooping, you know, if you jumping. Oh, no, I, if I it's your, If jumping. it's your cheeks that's hurting. You so know? your cheeks be hurting too, is what you're saying? No, I'm, I stay on the court, bro. I don't be coming up. <laughs> you mean like on the ground? <laughs> huh? <laughs> like you stay on the ground? Is that yeah, is that your experience? No, I'm, I'm yeah. asking. You say you stay on the court. What that mean? Yeah, I be out there. I be, I be putting them buckets in. What you talking about, bro? You be entertaining, bro. I love watching you, hoop, man. Y'all, if y'all ain't seen Nick hoop, Nick the neighbor, I'll shoot amazing. all over you too. You do what? I shoot all over you, bro. I think you should come out with a new, come out with a new series too, Nick. You know, I don't Bruh. know if you heard of like the highlights, the one, one entertainment. You should start a series called None Entertainment. Mm -hmm. Bro, it'll be fire. You just make little mm -hmm. highlight videos. None you know what? You know what the funny thing is? They be hating. I just be trying to show progress. They get up here and they want to hate because they see the progress. They see how quick that first step is. They see how wet that shot is. They see. They gonna be wanting to play down in that paint. You don't even want to play, bro. You don't even. You don't even play. You don't even play. You don't play you five, say that. Bro. You say that What's now, up? bro. You oh, say yeah. that now. Let's you, go. You don't even play three. All I hey. see you play with is is the air. You just <laughs> shut up, bro. Okay. You are undefeated against yourself. Let's go, Broski. Bro who is who is they? <laughs> hold on, hold on. Let's go. Let's bro. go. All, all y'all. You're not go. ready, man. Bro, run it. Hey, while we talking, we can set something up real easy. Next and time I, we link, and, and it's we funny because when I when I was less. When I was less in shape, I definitely went in there and gave Cool and Trey buckets on two separate occasions. Oh yeah, we did beat y'all when we played y'all too. I think I remember that. And it was that Bro, time. First was... of all, first of all, 
that one no real game. Second <laughs> of all, okay. it was it was all about physical shape. It had nothing to do with basketball skill. Okay. All to do with physical, like bro, that, don't don't do that. That sounds like if I recall. Hey. If I recall, I think I was playing with my left hand too the whole time, bro. It was a no, random Sunday. No. I was playing with my left hand. Heck like, no. Heck bro, no. I didn't even shoot. Heck no. <laughs> like, you can't even shoot with your left hand like that. Exactly. You can't even do nothing with your <laughs> It sounds <laughs> like y'all won. Exactly. It sounds like y'all won. So, so Nick, okay. you, th you think you can seriously compete paying five on five right now? Yeah. Bro, I got to see that. Then. Hey, Nick, that's cool. On the 24th, on the 24th, I'm home. That's what I'm saying, though. Let's but go. ain't nobody saying We might that. have to drop a bonus episode to see what Nick gonna do, man. Okay. I, I just need to, cause like, bro, it's no, like, cause it's like you, you only practice by yourself. All right, you bet. All right, bet. Hey, Nick, you never hey. play with nobody else. Hey, we done talking about it. We got to get the subject. <laughs> No, okay. we don't. We got nothing to talk about. We just we talked talk about, about it, it before we started Ooh. recording. We don't <laughs> talk about it. Let's talk about it. No, let's move on, man. Let's move it's on. Hot. Mm -hmm. 824 is set up, mm -hmm. man. Say less. The block All is right. hot. You feel me? Let's go. How y'all, Larry, Larry Trey, how y'all weekend? <laughs> my, my weekend was decent, man. I, I painted my bike, man. It <laughs> came out horrible. <laughs> I was like, what hey, are you painting your body for? Hey, man, you should my, get like, my should be able to, like put a man. picture on the episode so everybody can see it. I know they doing horrible. It's my first time. Yeah, oh, it didn't come it. out good. It ain't came out how I wanted. Everybody was saying it's decent, but uh, so what in you my eyes, do? that's Bay and so Bay, you gonna Bay Ratchet right now. You gonna uh, buff it out? You, you sprayed it or you like you like brushed it? I spray paint. I not spray paint. I uh, painted it with a uh, paint gun. Mm. You know, um, primed it. No. What you do? Cold. You get too close on it? Is it runny? <sighs> it was a bunch of technical difficulties. All right. <laughs> Mm. Equipment mal uh, malfunctions and everything, mm. but no, that's a whole nother story. But that's all I did this weekend. You know, other than that, it was. I so you gonna do that again next weekend? Try it again? No, nah. <laughs> <Headache>. <laughs> too much time. <laughs> yeah, I, I'll figure it out later on. What's <laughs> up, Trey? Um, what you been on, bro? Bro, I was. It seemed like me and Cool always together, bro. But we always working, bro. Graduation season is upon us, so I just want to. Throw this little plug in that if you graduating, you need some pictures, bro. DM us, show Optical Illusions, Instagram. You already know what it is. Yeah, it's gonna. I forgot. I went to Philly this weekend too, so did some stuff. One of my homeboys gradu graduating and stuff like that. So it's been a good weekend. It's been a good weekend. But a lot has been happening. I know there's been a lot of social issues that we kind of talked about earlier. Um, one of the biggest things has been do the lieutenant that got arrested at a traffic stop. Um, Nick, did you want to kind of jump into that, give people a little bit of background? Um, it was a lieutenant. I think it was a second lieutenant, Nazario. I believe it. I'm not sure. Maybe it was in Virginia. I'm not sure. Um, <clears throat> he was uh, pulled over. I believe it was at a gas station. Uh, the police asked him to put his hands outside of the window and unbuckle his seatbelt. How you're able to put your hands out the window and unbuckle your seatbelt at the same time, I don't know. They pulled up, uniform on. Um, he was being calm. He said, what, what is going on? He wanted to know information. Uh, the, the officer that was in lead of uh, the interaction he uh, 
just wasn't hearing it. He was considering like constantly yelling. Um, he had his weapon drawn. Um, he then uh, went to Pepper Spring, the lieutenant, and then he automatically assumed he asked him if he was a private, if he was uh, a specialist or a corporal. And then he told him, no, nah, I'm a whole officer out here. Um, so a higher ranking official in the military who was basically treated like, you know, how black people get treated in America. And the, the thing that just kept popping in my head um, was like the Colin Kaepernick situation when he kneeled and they said, that's disrespecting our troops. What, what do you call that? And it's just like, like we all know it, like it, it, it's three of us were in the military and I always like, like I would wear the uniform, but I would still feel like, like, I don't know, maybe at first I felt like, oh, well maybe they'll look at me differently in a sense. And then I, it quickly came to my realization that um, you think that people will love you more because they think you're you're willing to die for them in that sense, but that just goes to show you no, like a uniform won't save you. Um, your black skin is your uniform. I don't know. Uh, it, it was, that was infuriating for me. I was pissed off. But then- So, so, so in general, do you, do you guys feel as people in the military that you have a is there a difference in experience? Like life before military, life in military, for y'all that's not in it anymore, life after, like, does the military impact your civilian life? Yeah. In what sense? What do you mean? No. Like day-to-day, -day, especially like engaging with law enforcement, how you view law enforcement, did that change once you got in the military? All that kind of stuff. Oh no, no, no! It's, okay, it's the same, and I I feel like the go off of what Nick said. I don't think the rank really matters. No matter if you're an officer, no, it don't matter if you enlisted. No matter what rank, it don't matter. In my eyes, it just don't. It's not relevant to what happened, right? And uh, no, uh, it does. Uh, it's not the same. Uh, I mean, it's not different. It's the same. Like, don't get me wrong. Being in the military, like I don't see it help a lot of people with law enforcement. That's why it's kind of strange that that happened. Like you can be in a ticket and then you pull out your, your uh, military ID and they like, oh, yeah, you serving or something? Or yeah. I'll let you go this time, you know? Exactly. So, I mean, that's, I never seen it like this way before. That's, that's, I never seen it reverse. That's kind of weird. But from my understanding, uh, he, uh, the LT, he didn't have uh, any, his window tent was too dark. That's what they said. And he, and he didn't have any tags. He had dealer tags. He had them on the windows, but I guess it was too dark for them to see. And he didn't stop immediately. He went to a gas station where it was uh, more light and more people. So, like, I guess, hey, I mean, he he's, he's a black guy in America. Like, he kind of got some common sense on how things could go south. So, I feel mm -hmm. like it was pretty smart on his end. 
then you know he got the one off the totem. What what he say? Get ready to ride the lightning, boy, or something like that. Like, why? <laughs> yeah, I know when I listened to it, he was like, I'm afraid to get out of the car. And the, the officer responded, You better be. Yeah. Or you yeah, should be, or something like that. Right. <clears throat> right. And uh, everything in his voice. It just it just pissed me off. The, the and when you looked at his partner, he was there, he just had that look like, are we really doing this? That kind of look on his face. But the key thing is his partner didn't do anything. He was a bystander. He could have things could have went differently, he would have stepped up. And I feel like that happens a lot with law enforcement. They feel like, oh, well, one of us, you know, act up. Either we stand back and do nothing or we act up with them. You don't see too many cases where the bystander officers who are not heavily engaged in the situation, they're not going to, hey, let me talk to you on the side. You know, we have people here to detain them. Let me let me talk to you. The one who's really acting up, you know, hey, I don't think this right goes against the, any type of moral code or it's unlawful. They don't do that. They just let whatever happened happen. And it's crazy because I feel like when, when they uh, put these officers on trials for certain th- uh, crimes and stuff that they unlawfully committed. I feel like sometimes it's just one or two officers uh, getting in trouble or whatever the case may be. But I feel like everyone there should be held accountable to some aspect. Like even if you're not heavily involved in, and you're not the front runner of the situation that went south, like you at least should like be suspended a little bit or something. Like all this not doing nothing to to none of them, let alone all of them, like I think is wrong. And then, and then it got they worse. Be held accountable. <clears throat> and then it got worse. Go ahead, there, don't. You? Hey man, so my one thing I think about is like the training that these police officers are getting. Because I, I mean, I, I wasn't an MP, but it's it's such thing as level level of force. You right. know what I'm saying? Rules so, of engagement, escalation, that type yeah, of stuff. Yeah, so like for you to pull out your, your mace or your pepper spray when he had his hands out the window, like I don't understand how that was even called for. That's what happens in a lot of these situations. Like they skip so many levels of force, like, and it's it's uncalled for. Like it's crazy, bro. That's why I'm happy. Like I talked to Nick about this earlier, bro. That's why I'm happy I have a daughter. Like, I mean, even though like my daughter's black. She still has a chance of getting shot, sadly, or whatever. But the it, chances of, of it happening is higher, you yeah. know what I'm saying, compared to it being a man. It's, That's it's true. sad, bro. I, I don't understand it. it. And and then it got worse. Because, like, so we know that the, the trial of uh, Derek, uh, what's his name, Chauvin, Chauvin, whatever his name is, the cop who shot George Floyd, is going on in Minnesota. And then was it yesterday, two days ago, um, say his name, Derek Wright. Oh, excuse me, Dante Wright. Excuse me on the error. Um, Dante Wright was 20 years old. He got pulled over by the police for having an air freshener in his, uh, his window or in his rear view mirror or something, an air freshener, he got pulled over. Um, While in uh while while during the arrest, they pulled him out. They put him up against the car. He found out he has a warrant for him. The kid freaks out. 
Um, he jumps back into the car to drive off. The cop whose body cam, I don't know her name, um, was on him, reaches for a taser. Well, she says, taser, taser, I'm going to tase him. But the taser's on your left hip. It's, it weighs about, uh, I think it's eight pounds or eight ounces, something like that. Uh, she reaches for her right hand, right dominant hand, and that's her firearm. And when she says taser, she pops him, shoots him. And then she says, oh crap, I just shot him. And the other cops say, oh wow. Where is, where is the training? How long are you going to have inadequacy within these streets, policing citizens of the United States? That boy was 20 years old. How many, how many, how many more bodies have to be laid to rest before somebody makes a difference? And we talked about this, Dominique. And and it and it and it killed me because honestly, like me and Dominique talked about it. Dominique didn't want to talk about this, not because it doesn't bother him, but because he feels that if we talk about these type of things, it's it's hopeless. Like, and I feel like that is what they want is to suck all the hope out of us in these types of situations. It's just, just put it right there in front of our face, and it's like. You can do nothing about it. Hey, police just got off. Nothing happens. I don't know. What do you guys think? Yeah, I feel like it is a, I feel like, like when we, I think a lot of times we get discouraged because it seems like, it's like, we look at it as black or white. Either this was right or wrong, right? But I think a lot of times the issue is, people work really hard to sustain systems, right? And so when you talk about good cop, bad cop, the code of like cops and maintaining the system, the control, they would almost rather lose their job than to go against it. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like that is the issue. Like even when we talk about, you mentioned George Floyd, um, today they actually cardiologists came out, testified and said that he didn't, his his death was preventable, had nothing to do with drugs. And basically it was cause he couldn't breathe, which led to cardiac arrest. Right. But there is a, I think that just the force of the system is scary because the police represents a huge part of um kind of like that we you know we talk about like white supremacy and just the domination of society like that is a big because you think about you think about police this goes all the way back to catching slaves yeah you know what i'm saying and so like even the idea of like defunding the police that was a big thing when george floyd happened mm-hmm. people are afraid of the system that does them well falling apart and they are kind of willing to sacrifice us to keep it going. 
unfortunately. I mean, I guess that's the whole thing when you're quote unquote a minority. You're, you, it's almost like literally it's like what they're saying is you're a minority, your existence here is minor to you know the greater good man so like <clears throat> my issue is that i look at the first situation we talked about like are these police officers coming into the situation with fear of black people or is it hate you know what i'm saying because some people use fear as an excuse but i feel like they just hate us in general you know what i'm saying might be both they don't make mm. sense to me bro like like the the first situation you brought up that that verbiage they gave or whatever y'all was saying like how was that even called for like is it is that considered professional you know what i'm saying in that, in that environment like uh, it don't make sense to me bro i don't know when i heard uh, for some reasons like some what he say something like you want to ready for that lightning boy something just yeah. it's just all out yeah ready to ride the lightning that just that just sound like like crosses burning in the front yard and banjos i don't know man like it just gave me a bad like i i think because it's foreign to us like us as black people we, we don't say that like you ready to ride that lightning boy so, so we we are subjected to believe that it could be a racist remark you know it was just probably it probably was probably is but like we that's foreign to us we don't we don't know what that means so we would that's why we're gonna think what we think you know but are these police officers going into these situations like I know the blue is gonna take care of me regardless of what I do? You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's the part that, that gets it's to a, me as well. Like it's a definite brotherhood. Are you not? I, I understand. There's some good police officers out here, and I get that. I know they're trying yes. to get home every night. I understand that part. But like some of these situations just escalate too fast. It don't make sense. Like a lot of these situations, it'll be three or four police officers there. Why is somebody getting one person being detained and you're shooting? Like, it don't make sense, bro. Like, control the situation. It's not, it, I'm not gonna say it's not that hard, but you bring your gun out is uncalled for. I seen like a, a post on Facebook when somebody was getting a speeding ticket and the police officer had a hand, hand on the gun for a speeding ticket just to have the hand on the gun. Why, why are you, why do you even have your hand on the gun? You know what I'm saying? Like, I just don't get it, bro. Like, do y'all just fear us that much? Like, we're not all bad. Like, I, I just don't get it. You know, in the military, we got a bunch of different laws of war, right? And one of those laws, I'm not going too detail uh, with it, but one of those laws are if what the enemy has, like, a pistol, mm -hmm. like, we, I'm not going to say we can't, because we can is, is a gray area. But ideally, we're not going to shoot them with a a 50 cal we, we're right. not gonna do it machine we can't do that that's that's un, it's considered unlawful mm -hmm. you know if they even don't have a weapon we're not supposed to shoot them at all and by the way these if we disobey these orders like we can get jail time serious jail yeah. time yeah like so i'm gonna just stop right there with that pretty much y'all get the idea of it so i feel like police officers should be held to the same standard. Mm -hmm. Like you shouldn't be shooting anyone without like definite confirmation of some type of weapon. Like you shouldn't. And if you do, like you should, there's no question about it. Like you should definitely be punished. Like not knows 
slap on the wrist type punishment either. Like you should be getting doing hard time and then some. Like that's just how I feel about it. That's why I feel like it's the whole system. I think you were saying that cool. It's the whole entire system, bro. Cause like, okay, after they get in trouble, or whatever, or they go to court, like they're still getting off, bro. Like it's the entire still system, off. man. Like, that's why they, they were talking about defending the police, but it's not just it's not the police, it's the whole entire system. Mm. It has to be recreated or I don't know, bro. I don't know. Then, I don't even know how this issue can be fixed. And then we haven't really seen any realistic change since Martin Luther King, in my opinion. Y'all might say something differently, but I haven't seen any real change. I, I think the only thing I say, like we've we've made strides, I feel like individually when i say individually i mean as a people um but i don't feel like uh the the greater public really uh treats us differently i mean and are we're still perceived as thugs um you know pimps and hoes like that's still the perception and that's obvious that that's still the perception because that is how we're treated when we're gunned down. Um, we have been like, we've been working so hard to change that perception. That's why we get into the fields that we get into and go and get the educations that we, we do. But at the end of the day, you know that it could be a man who's a millionaire and owns you know 35 businesses. If he gets caught in that car at the wrong time, by the wrong police officer, his life could end that night. We literally have to go and have conversations with, I had to have a conversation with my son again, because now he's asking questions. So like, he was like, well, like, aren't the police supposed to protect us? And I'm like, Dang. like I can't believe I'm having this conversation with my kid. Um, and like I was talking to a guy at work, and it was just like, I was like, "Do you have that conversation?" They were like, "No, not really." And it's like you, our our perceptions of reality are so different, and that's this major disconnect. It's like I'm looking at it this way, you're looking at it this way, but it's because we're in two different predicaments. How are we ever going to make a change in between if you can't see the way I'm seeing it? I don't know, man. Um, it, it's this this thing. It drains me. Like yeah. I've I've literally been drained. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say I don't think it's a different perception though. I think it's a different reality, right? Because like they it's don't when, when George when no no I'm saying they're living a different reality because in reality for them these aren't issues. Like when George Floyd died, white people didn't feel it. It wasn't there. That wasn't possible for that isn't possible in America to happen to their son. Like that's not a reality that they live at all. Um, and I think it's it's tough because if you look at it through the eyes of like, like the system is so messed up, but it's like. I don't even want to say I understand it, but it's like, I almost see why white people don't want to fix it. 
because it's built for them. You know right. what I'm saying? Like it's it's like why would I complicate it for myself? Yeah, they're comfortable. to accommodate you. Who wants yeah. to be uncomfortable? You can be comfortable. You this works. This works for me. And I honestly don't even think. And the crazy thing about this whole police thing, I don't even think being a police is hard enough, to, like to save you. Like I don't think the training is so high level that you are above the law. Like, bro, like we're gonna be honest. Anybody can be a police officer. Like, how can you just kill people and you're not held accountable? Like the training wasn't that hard for you. You know what I'm saying? I can see if you like some crazy surgeon and you do some crazy rare surgery and somebody died, you like, you know, he did it basically, he was an expert. Like anybody can be a police. We got friends that are police officers and we just be like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not that hard. So I feel like the training needs to be, it needs to be a lot harder. Like you could, you just can't be one of the good old boys. You don't, you know what I'm saying? You just join the police force. Cause that's an easy, steady job and income. Come on, the standards are pretty low. Like they need to raise the bar or something. I think so. Cause I mean, and then I don't know. I think they're going to have to, the only way to make real change is they're going to have to be willing to sacrifice some people. Like the police is going to literally have to say like, like yeah, this no. dude, this George Floyd thing, if this dude get off, we at square one. Right, I do believe what y'all said earlier. It is a brotherhood, man. Like these people who, these police officers who wrongfully killing people, like they'll be like pending trial and everything and they'll be getting bailed out. Like mm. them, them bells, like- Oh, they got a whole, whole associations. They be like, um, it was like one, it was a million dollars. Like mm -hmm. last time I checked, cops don't make money like that. No, they don't. Like it's crazy. They be right back on the street. I know the one guy, uh, he was he was grocery shopping in Walmart like it wasn't nothing. And this female, like peep who he was, she was like, Oh, are you just in here all casual? And ain't nobody saying nothing to him. Like she was in his face the whole time and they was trying to kick her out. Like it's crazy. This um this this thing in America called the police force. It is a job. It's not a higher calling. It's not um like a political position. It's a job and they should be treated as such. You messed up on your job, you should get treated accordingly. Um it's like when you're going to be, if you're going to go and be uh, into law enforcement, you're here to serve and protect, you know, and give everyone the same fair treatment. You should be held to a higher regard. You're a police officer. We are supposed to be able to call on you when we feel unsafe. Who do we call when you feel unsafe? We don't. Like, People want to know like why so much stuff happens like in the black community, bro. Don't nobody call the police. I might call the police because somebody breaking into my house. You gonna come and shoot me? And it's my house, and we've seen that kind of stuff happen every time. How many stories is it going to take for? <laughs> 
radical change to happen. And I don't mean taking guns to the street. I mean, for it to happen at a rapid rate. It, it's like, it needs to be a complete overhaul of that infrastructure that is law enforcement in America. I don't know, but do they need to raise the pay and increase uh, the rigors that it now is you know, to get? Well, no, here's what I'm saying. how people would feel though, if here's, the solution was to give them more money. Wait, 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 wait. Raise, raise the, the, um, because a lot more people would do it if, you know what I'm saying? I feel like. But I don't think that's, I don't think. I don't know, man. Cause I, I, I don't think that's gonna why black people don't become cops though. Well, I think we know we don't become cops. That's a, that's a completely separate issue within the black community. We don't become cops because we feel like we become a snitch and in a sense, like. Traitors. We we on the other side. We, we don't belong there. That's what they be feeling like. And it's because That's of crazy, but it should be the complete opposite. Yeah. It should but be it's like, because should. Of actions. Right. It should, but it's because of actions like that where you feel like, oh, well, you gonna join the police and you just gonna become just like that. You know? Y'all know that movie. I know Trey like this movie. That movie Life. Yeah. You know yeah. how they had like the dude, the black dude that was like up on the dude that was watching him. Yep. That's that's I feel like that's the perception it is people have like and if you be honest, even when there are black cops, they don't be saying nothing either. They, they be they bystanders don't. too, like they I said don't, earlier. They don't they don't interact in it, but they sit right back. You know what I'm saying? And um <laughs> and I Maybe feel I like heard some say, Oh, just just do what they say, just do what they say. Like, nah, man, that's wrong, man. It, it, it also makes me think of a movie. Remember the movie Django, and Django played the role of uh, the what was he? He was a black slaver, and he was like they were like, they hated him because he's like that's the worst thing that you could be more than anything is a black slaver. Like how are you black? And I think that's the same way that we that well not we but individually but black people probably perceive black people going into the police. I believe more black people should become police officers. I do. Um, what is what is that going to do though? I feel like that's going to bring down, you know, all right, if everybody in the police force is black and then black people were still getting shot, then you there would be no argument for saying that it's racism, right? Then it would just be, okay, then these individuals were doing this and they were following that code of law. So it's just gonna change. It's just gonna be like, oh, it's not racist anymore. But we we know that we hate the cops now because it's black and white. Yeah, people in there or all different types of races in there. Yeah, and they still killing black people. It's just the police. Then they'll just we know it's just like. So it's it's still gonna be the same thing. Nah, it's still so gonna be controversial. Let me say this: So I feel like one reason why black people should be more into the police almost well becoming police officers is because we feel we need to have people from our community policing our community. Right. You get that? Like people who understand. Nah, I'm yeah. gonna tell you so I know you know about that guy in Florida, right? He was he was a black guy and he was arresting black guys and he was talking to them how like he grew up there, born and raised, and he know the lingo, he know how to talk to people, and he was talking to them such like such as and he got recorded 
and he lost his job. Because like, he's because they say he was being unprofessional. Yes, I know y'all heard of the story. Not he lost his job for that, for, for talking to them, how they're how they talk to each other. Right. So when you say, well, black people need to go and you know be a police officer and, and go to, back to their communities because you know we we not we might get you for doing something, but we ain't gonna kill each other like that, you know. But then you have stuff like that. They they trying to stop us from even like becoming uh police officers and going back to our community by acts such as that. That, that man because, lost his job. He didn't get because, suspended. He didn't get like they they kicked him to the curb, man. Because police because police are supposed to be a monolith. You know, I say black people aren't a monolith. Police officers are supposed to be a monolith. They're all supposed to be basically cookie cutter. This is what you're supposed to look like. And if you look like you know you're bringing your experience to to help make your job better. It's like, no, that's not what we want. We want you to be just like uh, Dick Jenkinson over here and act the same way. Uh, oh, you know, that's just what they want. They want you to, to have that different appearance. They don't want you to look similar. Stigma. So we, we, we got all the problems and issues. Let's talk about solutions. What do y'all think has been the most effective thing like to suppress like, uh, controversial like racism and stuff between as of lately i mean late like nah throughout history and then what do you what do you think could be an effective way to suppress it there's i mean there's only two things that i know of that makes dramatic change in any scenario throughout you know countries and politics and law i think everything people we marched we raided we voted we Bro, we we done some everything. It's got to be a loss. There's only two things they understand. It's the loss of blood or the loss of coin. There's only two things. So, so you think we should get we should go go and uh, go to war <laughs> with no, the government. Not, that's not what I think we should do. Um, I think, I mean, I will say that the, those riots, the, the disturbance of the peace, I think, brought about something. Um, it started a narrative. It started more people understanding. I mean, I went to a couple protests and I was actually very surprised to see how many um, other people, uh, uh, how many white people and Hispanic uh, individuals were out there marching with us. It was way more than I thought it would be, but I am in Durham. So Durham is a little bit more, more uh, woke, quote unquote. But um, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. We've we've had a loss of blood on our end and a loss of coin. I don't know. Bro, I feel uh, like I ain't gonna lie to you. I don't think the riots did nothing. You feel like, you feel like it was just I, a I, distraction. Like I believe all they did was let people use the insurance they've been paying for. At least they felt like their insurance money was worth it. Cause, so, cause you gotta think, Trayvon Martin died in two thousand and twelve. That's almost 10 years ago, bro. Like, we made no progress. Like, since we, bro, since we've been born, bro, no progress has happened. Ooh. Like, <laughs> people's burning down stuff for George Floyd. It didn't do no good. Now, I do agree the biggest impact we could make is economically. But I don't think the Black community is in a place 
to work together like they did with Martin Luther King. Like everybody, the problem is, let me tell you, this is the real problem. We ain't on the same page. It's like, there are certain levels to being a Negro in America. Mm. And there are some people who don't feel the same injustice as others. You know what I'm saying? And so Mm. like, it's like almost like classism, I feel like where if you think about back in Martin Luther King times, Everybody would get sprayed with the water hose. Everybody. You know what I'm saying? Like that's because it was certain laws back then. And I feel like the only reason that it didn't that it stuck, you know what I'm saying? Like when you talk about racism, like racism isn't gonna go away. It was just lawful back then. And when it became unlawful, I feel like it only it just benefited instead of like these separate entities like colored only water fountains and you can't come into this business allowing black people because they had to like put more money into the you know into white white communities and all of that anyway so it's like there's no need you know what i'm saying yeah but i feel like yeah so like i feel like we just not equally impacted so we not gonna never get on the same boat like you mean like um it's like coronavirus. Everybody don't feel the same threat. So people right. just won't wear masks because they don't feel like it bothers them. Yeah, like it, t- it takes a huge <laughs> sacrifice to make those changes, bro. Mm. So I mean, I mean, so 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 what do you think? Like another hundred years? Never. Like what is yeah, I mean I'm with Dominique, like uh like a meteor, maybe like the yeah. dinosaurs like if we were extinct then it can't be passed on anymore you know what i'm saying like it's a hard reset like that but if there's still racist white people with the ability to procreate it's gonna get passed down no matter what you know what i'm saying like it's us always it only takes one to feel to still feel that way teach their kid and pass that along like yeah. i mean it's just but really i'll say this i don't think racism i think racism would still exist after the media like if everybody, like the, the everybody change, was gone. Yeah, but it, would, but it like, wouldn't be in the same way though. You think that's because it's a human, a human I trait. I think it's innate. I look at you, you look different. So mm-hmm. maybe the fact that you look different, there must be something different about you in general. But I don't even might. think it's that deep. I feel like even like, I think as a, like a living creature, the desire to be dominant is just present. Yeah, but like, with a hard reset, it'll just be in a different way. Like we don't know who, like if if black people would be the majority and the elitist. You know what I'm saying? If it started over, like what black is it? people. Are... Oh, Isn't it? What is it? The sociological term is like the the use of the word. Is it them or the they? Like the other. That's what it is. The other. Just like we're here in this podcast. And we know each other, but if we were to come up with another group of guys, that's the other, and we don't know anything. It's mysterious. I mean, they don't. We don't have. We don't connect with them culturally, so automatically they're more of a threat. You you feel like that's basically what it is. It's, but Bro, I feel like it's who got to it first. Like, let's be honest. If if people in Africa got the boats first. And decided to explore the world. So we had the boats first. But I'm just saying though, like if they were exploring other countries. We did. We when, did. When the, tighten up on your history, partner. We did. You them books, buddy. Bro, we, was in a, we were in America before the Vikings. <laughs> we were in America before the English. We were everywhere. We are the oldest living you know it's, you know it's race. Clear. 
in the world. You know, period, period, point pyramids point. in North America and South America that are dated way before pyramids in Egypt. Did you know that? You know That's what the difference is? So are you but saying, Nick, that, the difference white is? People, that white people just felt the need to take over when they did find what they For found? For some reason, historically, everywhere white people touch down, <laughs> they take. They, they don't bring, like, they just take. They take the culture. They take the resources. For some reason, that is what they do. If you look at what the Vikings did, they didn't make their own stuff. They didn't grow their own things. They just went to different villages or different countries and they pillaged, raped, sacked, and they took it back home. And then they set up colonies in those areas. I mean, that has been the history of what the Caucasian race has done. Don't forget, these uh, (laughs) quote-unquote icons, they get celebrated for stuff that they did like that right columbus got a whole holiday like after come on man like everybody everybody know what happened with that but he celebrated though like but we know that conquest has been a part of uh you know empires for years i mean that's what happens they go to a place they take it over Uh, i will say that uh the caucasian race took it to a whole nother level and then they made uh chattel slavery, which was something nobody had ever seen before in their entire life. Uh, it was something the world had never seen and they made a killing off of it. But so try to- Literally so and figuratively. And you try to simplify it though. Like kind of with cool, like I kind of agree with cool. Like my opinion is it came well before religion, it came down to resources. Like people either only fought over resources or religion when they got to a certain point. It goes back what Ku was saying earlier, like when he was talking about uh, economics, like I get it. Yeah, we could work together as minorities, black people, whatever, but how do you fight gentrification though? You know what I'm saying? Because that's pretty much gentrification been happening years, time and time and time again. Like Trey Nikula saying, like, when it comes to, you know, uh, materials, products and everything, like, they're being taken forcefully. So what what do you do? I don't know. And that's still happening today. So back then they fought. They didn't win, but they fought. So what do we do today? Social media messed us up, bro. Oh, that's a big I, it's crazy. It's so powerful, but like, it's like, it, it's so powerful, but it's so destructive too. Like, I feel like- Yeah, expound we on We just it. feel so free. Like, social media, man, it's just, I don't know, like the internet, just the exposure to the world. People just think they can do whatever they want. And it's just- I feel like, like it has divided people in general. Like the fact that America can't get over COVID is because we're just so independently minded thinking. You just just the information, the amount of information you can get. I don't know. Oh, it's just like COVID free, <laughs> bro. You can live in your own world, and it's like. Like a lot of people, are like I don't even need to live in reality. I can create whatever world I want to live in. And it's like, it's just interesting. And that's it definitely haven't been a positive thing. I don't think social media, like, I mean, everybody's seeing the videos, but. 
and it could like you know what i'm saying like it could help it could be a positive thing but even sometimes like you said like the getting out if we talk about like civil rights back then social media has gotten us to a point where you know some people think they're doing more than they are too you know what i'm saying like they think because they just make a post on their story I'm good. I'm part of, you know, the solution, which is good. You need to get that info out there, but it's more than that. People think they just done when they post something on Bro, social media. That black square. <laughs> like, yeah, it didn't oh, do it. it, didn't do it. <laughs> that was probably the biggest thing the black community's done in the last five years, and it did nothing. <laughs> no, it was actually one of the worst things, bro. Cause like, um, when people went to look up anything that had the dealing with, you know, the riots or anything that black square square popped up because they were putting in the hashtags and stuff like that. Yeah, like we like blacked uh -huh. out the history. Like we just uh -huh. cleared it out. It's just like it we we blacked it out. Like yeah, like I remember they didn't want to see it anyway. So they didn't want to see it. So then oh you didn't see any of the stuff you just saw but so it's it was supposed to be, oh yeah, it's a show of solidarity. We're all on the same page. If you see this black square, then you know I'm, you know, and like, no, it didn't do that at all. When people went to go look for their feed to see, okay, what's going on in Milwaukee or what's going on in Durham with these riots. And then all you could see was these black squares, you know? Yeah. I ain't gonna lie, I lost, let me tell you when I lost hope. Mm. I lost so hope. So you've lost hope. I lost yeah. hope. I don't think we're gonna see change in our lifetime. That's, I, I, that's and, it, and it's I unfortunate, but the reason I say that is because Barack Obama, seeing him become president and it mean nothing. Mm. And it make like his, the ending of his president led to like one of the most race, racially tense times that I experienced in my life. It It was like, bro, what else can we do? But I feel like the like, fact that it was that tense was a show that there's people pushing back. They felt like, yo, it's ain't we gonna- Bro, but nothing happened though. That, that My point is we got to the top of the mountain. <laughs> we thought we've been, we in the valley struggling. We finally got to the top and they just pushed us right on over. Like, ha ha, ain't nothing up here, but you gonna fall even harder. And I was just so discouraged by, and I get it. Barack Obama is a president for all people. I get it. His job is not to save racism. Like I get that, but it's just like, we made it to the top and it didn't impact our life. Like if we be honest, besides being proud, what did that do? And I'm not trying to put the blame on him, but I'm just saying that's the reason I lost hope is because I saw that even at that level, we couldn't make an impact. Even at like, the they were still holding them down. Yeah. yeah. And it's not to say like, Nick, you, <clears throat> cause I feel like, I mean, what cool saying that statement is just facts. I feel like that we won't see it in our lifetime, but you're, I feel like you make a good point like that. I mean, there is, it's people that still need to push back. You still need to fight, but you're speaking about people who are just water on, on the mountain. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's gonna, like when water hits the mountain, when you look at it, nothing happens. It's just gonna bounce back. You know what I'm saying? But in millions of years later, 
it's yeah. gonna slowly erode. You know what I'm saying? We just not gonna right. see it in our lifetime. It's just it's just water on the on the mountain, bro. But at the so that's why at the end of the day, we I mean we still we still have to do the work. Um, I will say from Martin Luther King's time to now, it's a very big difference. You know, it's a very big difference. Has is it where we wanted it to be? No, but. Um, we'll say this, uh, black people are working, black people are getting treated in the same hospitals. Um, we're able to go and, you know, obtain a good education wherever. Um, it, it made me, I, I saw what y'all did on your podcast. Cool. Uh, y'all were talking about, we're still seeing a bunch of firsts. Um, so we're able to get all these firsts out of the way, but there's still so many more to go. Um, but I mean, we're striving individually, but at the same time, we're still getting murdered. So what- But I mean, I think even you talk about like, you're thinking about the murder, but like you just said, like you're saying like people, black people still get treated in the hospital. I think cool can speak to this being in the medical field that like- It's not, even it's, within it's the, still not equal. It's not equal. Like people yeah. get certain stigmas that that doctors and medical professionals, you know, prescribe different. I'm sorry, and you know, look at black people differently and feel like they need a certain treatment just because they're black. Like I don't think I'm not gonna recommend this because they're black. I'm I'm almost certain. You know what I'm saying? There's certain stigmas on what they think is the problem, whether that be. And I don't know. Then they always ask about medical history and stuff, and I don't even feel like they pay attention to that stuff when it comes America. to black people. America has buyer's remorse when it comes to black people. <laughs> Talk about it. They have buyer's remorse. It's like, hey, we, we got these people. We brought them over here. We got a bunch of free labor off of them. And then, you know, all of a sudden, some of our citizens were like, nah, we ain't really feeling that. It's not Christianly. And then for some reason, it flipped upside down. It's like, oh, well, we're not getting free labor off of y'all. We'll, we'll work around it, but now it's starting to seem like y'all are just too much of a bother. We got to keep y'all in check in some way. No, I, mean, I don't even think it's think that we, we still getting kept in check today? Yes. Yeah. Perpetual we are, y'all, we are modern day slaves <laughs> in this country, yeah. bro. Perpetual like, look at, look at the, look at the, look at the school to prison pipeline. You know what I'm saying? They're making a killing off of those prisons. And they got... Like when I remember when I first found out about privately owned prisons, that tripped me out. Like, I was like, "Yo, you literally telling me if I'm a millionaire, I could buy some land, build a building, and then the government would pay me to house people who are criminals, and so, then so. I can have them literally work on a field and like pick potatoes for me and pay them like ten cents an hour, and that's legal." And, and they could be for minor offenses. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't think we're going to see it in our lifetime. Because you got to think, you know, like a lot of people say it's like stuff that's trickling down from the old generation. And if you even think about like baby boomers, right? Mm -hmm. They classify baby boomers, I think, from like 1946 mm -hmm. to 1964. Yeah. Which means the youngest of them are in they like mid to late fifties. 
Bro, they go. We gonna they gonna be here our whole life. A whole life. They and have that, like the longest generation, don't they? Bro, and once they gone, that don't mean there's gonna be no change because there's some a lot of people who are racist yeah. to us our age. But like, I don't think we close enough to the change. Do I think f- maybe on our way out we might see. Do you feel that people become gradually more racist the older they get? Like once you become like maybe you could have been a teenager and you weren't racist and then as you become an adult it just starts to adhere to you like you start to grow and um there isn't like i realized the older i got the and after receiving you know the stimulus from my like the a stimuli from my environment i started to have more um feelings of angst towards you know white people in general and not all white people but just certain things maybe i'm taking this wrong but i don't feel like you can be more racist if you're racist you're racist yeah i don't even think a lot of white people i don't even think most white people racist i just think it's a system that works it's like it's like when you're a kid and you in school and somebody's getting bullied and you're not like it's just not in your like, you know, like your first thought ain't to jump in, right? Your your first thought ain't to tell somebody. Your first thought is, I'm glad that is not happening to me. Like, that's just the reality. You know what I'm saying? So I think a lot of, a lot of our white counterparts are just playing the system to win. I don't even think that they're like maliciously evil. I just think they just like, why would I do that? Like, why would I, if I'm, if I'm half, like I'm the same size you are, me and you equal and you getting pounded on by this system. Why in the world would I step in front of you and try to stop it? Mm. And I well, feel like that's where a lot of white people get myself. caught up. Cause like they get caught up in the system. Like, and we even see it. Like we have friends who you cool with in middle school, high school. And then as adults, they begin to realize the system doesn't work for them when they are too busy trying to protect their black friends. Mm, And so they play the system to win it. And, you know, we look at some people in high school, not everybody we went to high school with, we talk to now or could trust or because they just playing the system. And because they were our friends in high school, I don't think they were necessarily racist, but they saw the benefit in the way that older people in their families thought. And so they just playing the game. I mean, racist. They're, they're influenced. Well, being racist is a benefit. And that's, I mean, that's what you're saying. Like that's playing with the system. Like, I mean, it's literally about the same thing. Like being passive about it is not just as bad as the one doing it. Like if you're just sitting there, if you're, if you are, all right. Yeah, if it's like the cop. It's like the if, cop if, that does nothing. It's if, like you're just as bad, but right. If, but if, you see why, like that's why he's doing it because it's like why inconvenience myself. Like it's like putting on more work when you don't need to, when you should, but you don't need to. You know what I'm saying? Especially like who said like they they got their own family too, and they you know they got the system where it's rolling. Like my my kids is gonna be good. Everybody gonna be good. Like I don't need to. It's what's so crazy. Yeah. It's just, it's what's so crazy is like the, 
the like what this country was founded on the country was founded off of christianity and it and that thinking literally goes exact opposite of what you know the uh the, the right and the strong right and all that stands on like it's supposed to be you know looking out for your neighbor and standing up for those who are or who are the meek and all that like that is literally what it's supposed to be founded on but that's not what you find at all i mean people interpret it differently too though like you can't like no that know. that right there literally is like if if you are if you're a white person let's say not modern day and you see a, a group of white guys trying to grab a black guy to lynch him and you just stand by and like oh my god that's terrible but you don't do anything like you're helping facilitate racism like yeah that's going to be an inconvenience for you but at the same time it's like shouldn't you try to like if i see somebody trying to like i don't know maybe it's just me I mean, but are you talking like a new age Christianity or what? Because I mean, people like slave owners were Christians and like they went to serve Sunday service. They helped their white neighbors and they had slaves in the backyard still though. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, more like a new age Christianity. But think about the reality of the sacrifice though. Like why would they make the sacrifice? Like, let's be honest. And this is probably bad to say. But if if we was hiding under a truck and we saw a black man getting ready to get lynched by five white men. Is it worth we it? We run to, out there. Yeah, is it worth it to to possibly die too to help another? You know what I'm saying? And so yeah, even if we saved the person, it would mean something to us, right? We saved another black man, but why would the white people they like what? Like it ain't even worth it to them. They get no benefit from saving that person. I mean now they get outcast from the system. That was benefiting them. I mean, if that was you know what case, I'm saying, but but the thing is, there are people, there are white people who do it. So there are. That's and again, water, water on the cliff, though. water on the cliff, Nick. You can't. You're trying to write it like you're trying to bring a whole group of people together, and that's just not the case. Like it's not gonna happen. I don't. There's nothing you can do where you can have everybody thinking the exact same. Yeah, it's it's tough, bro. It, it's a tough. Cause you think about it, even like in slavery times, the fact that there were people in the North that didn't like, and honestly, if we're gonna be honest, I don't think people in the North weren't racist. I think they were upset that the system was not benefiting them. So they said, okay, the money's in the South, we're not benefiting from the system. So let's destroy the system because it's not helping us. It, It wasn't about morality. It wasn't. They didn't care about black people. It was just like, yo, the system that they have is is benefiting them. And the poor white people and the poor white people in the North started killing black people because they were mad that they had to go to war. Speaking of caring about black people, this is something that don't nobody really talk about. People wait until one of our own is is slaughtered or, or whatever the case may be. But no one talks about how we be killing each other like it's nothing. We 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 fight ourselves just as much as we fight our oppressors and glorify it. Yes. Oh, and, and people rap everybody's song, talk about this that or I, I kill a this this that person from this place. Like you know what? Ain't no white people to stay in this place. 
Like, no one talks about it. And I feel like that's one of the reasons why we can't get to where we need to be. No one can take us seriously. We're fighting ourselves. <laughs> but no one wants to talk about it. I feel like before we even before we even get to cross that bridge, we need to take care of what's at home first. You don't, like, people want to ride through the streets, do this, this, and that, but ain't nobody riding through the hood, though. Ain't nobody talking about, hey, let's stop gang violence, let's do this. Let, they ain't marching through there. They ain't protesting. They nothing. But mm-hmm. let let somebody let a, a white cop kill somebody. Oh, it, oh, it's all war. All hell about to break loose now. Oh, you don't kill one of ours. It's like saying, like, oh, I can whoop my kids, but if you touch my kids, like it's gonna be a problem. That's that's pretty much what that is. But no one talks about it. It's always don't everybody think like that. <laughs> <laughs> who 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 have you heard talk about? That last it? Name, example, name I'm saying, I, no, I'm saying that last, last example last you one. gave. Oh, 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 I was about to say that <laughs> last example was terrible. <laughs> what you mean? About no, you gonna let whoop your kids? No, exactly. But that's you that's the point. That, that that example was a no, he, no, argument. no, no, no. He was just saying it's like that. He's not saying he's saying that's how people try to treat it. But see, I think it's okay. So. I mean, me, I, don't, I, think I don't it's whoop problem. my kids, so that's why I use that example. I, right. I it's very effective. I don't need to whoop them. That's, that's a slave mentality, since we're talking mm. about slavery. They that's use true. whips and chains and stuff to true. get their slaves in check. My kids ain't raising no slaves. That's real. I'm not. <laughs> that's why I use that analogy. That's I'm real. sorry. Everybody went on the same page. My bad. I'll use something else next time. My <laughs> no, bad. you good. But I, I think it's... I try um, not to whoop mine. I've heard that analogy, right? But I think is, I don't know. I feel like it's kind of problematic because that's not true to the, that's not a black only issue. Like you're going to interact with people who are in your vicinity. So black people live close to black people. So you deal with black people, you're going to steal, you're going to kill black More white people kill white people. More Mexican people kill Mexican people. But what I'm saying is white people and Mexican people are not more than likely to get gunned down at a traffic stop or violation at all. opposed to a black person. That's what I'm saying. So we don't have to be like everybody else. We can just be like us and cut it off right there at the root. We should have been like nah, but I'm you, saying you, you, I agree with you, cool. You absolutely correct. Like people, like every race fight with each other, kill each other, this, but we that don't mean we have to. But I'm saying though, if we fix black on black crime, would that fix racism? It's a start. People, people want to, people want to, people want a quick fix. Everybody want to. Oh, we need to fix racism right now. Like, it need to happen overnight. Like that's how people be thinking. Not everybody, granted, but it's not going to happen like that. And like y'all said, we probably not might not live in this lifetime to be able to see it. But I feel like. That's a pretty good start, starting from home, from our house. Okay, but do you, do you think gang violence and drugs are a long-term effect of the systematic economic oppression of the people? Like, if, pe- if Black people all had the same opportunity as white people, would they sell drugs? I mean, of course, some of course would. So. Some. But I feel like it's kind of desperation in some cases, too. Like, how am I going to eat? I'm just our gonna entire, take our entire 
existence right now is literally off of desperation. Everything that we do that is considered negative within the societal eye is off of desperation. I mean, poverty is akin to crime. I mean, we we all know that. Like, definitely. And the fact that it was running rampant and it is still running rampant within the black community, especially at a higher percentage than other uh, races, minorities, majorities, no matter. I mean, that is why. So we're looked at this, we have this stigma about black people, but it's literally all because of the systemic oppression that was put upon black people. I mean, I honestly, I look at it like this. And I know people, some people, don't won't agree with it this is my opinion maybe maybe we didn't need to be uh, integrated maybe we need to stay segregated i don't know maybe we should have been left and went with marcus garvey and took our ourselves to liberia hang on a lot that's tough they can go a lot of ways that's tough um that's a whole because because staying <laughs> obviously obviously staying within the system has not benefited us it has not we have not raised uh, our standing within the within the country. We're still looked down upon. Like maybe we needed to go and take all that back. I don't know. I'm not saying go back to Africa, but it's like like bro, the predicament of black people in America is so weird. It's like no other place. Okay, but I was can't go this. back to Africa because they don't want us back there. We can't go somewhere here in America because we're gonna get treated unfairly. We're gonna be treated like whatever. What are we supposed to do? I ain't gonna lie. Some African to... hate it. Like they hate us more than some like white people. Right. <laughs> yeah. You but, black Americans, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I think going back, leaving, I think the concept of leaving underestimates the size of racism. Mm-hmm. Because if you think about the oppression and the struggles in many African countries, it's because of colonization. Like it's because some of these countries just got independent 20 years ago. Like racism is not an American problem. Mm -hmm. And so I don't think there's a place you can go. Africa is not safe. Like you're going to be dealing with other issues that still or matriculation from people stealing resources and people in need. Like there are a lot, I don't I don't think we can escape it. Like we would have to like, is, I don't know. Here you know, it's, it's called racism, but you go anywhere else, you got the same people like treating people just like horribly. Like mm-hmm. it might be somewhere they're from, like they're from different country or region or something, but it's the same thing, only thing different here is is you, you're doing it to a different skin color here that's the only difference so i, I mean, get what you're saying cool i mean it's human nature to have division and that's just i mean we do that automatically it's us it's them i mean we had tribes in africa there was warring factions all that type of stuff every but this is so different it's just Matter complete, fact, oh, go ahead. I mean, this just feels completely like this is, go ahead, man. No, I was gonna say it might go away. Cause if I, life goes on long enough, white people go continually to fade away. Because like with mixed races and yeah. all this stuff, like maybe in 200 years, 
Mm-mm. It just literally might not be enough for them to keep it together. Like, I don't know about maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I think it'll just maybe be that's like not a long enough it. time. But yeah, I mean, but but even like, so, like we talking about like not just physical skin color, but like actual ideals. You know what I'm saying? Like even if you talk like we just, it might like you talking about 200 years or however long. It'll just be kind of like a new age a new white thing. white white people. You know what I'm saying? Like if you got an eighth of white in you, like let me tell you about your ancestors. This is what we think. This is how it's supposed to go. You have mm. a right to do such and such. You know what I'm saying? Like so, it's it's those ideals of racism and even like Nick, what you were saying about I don't know. It's just hard to like galvanize a group of people, especially like all black people, because we. We're, we're, we're underestimating the actual sacrifices that some will take, you know what I'm saying? Like not when, like going across, like you're saying, like jumping on this journey of racism, everybody not gonna be on this boat. You know what I'm saying? Some people have to fall off. That's a bad, um, that's a bad word to use the boat, but an analogy. <laughs> I get what you're saying. Though. You get what I'm saying? Like nobody's gonna be on like that. Like it's just not gonna be these millions of people on the same plane. Like some people mm-hmm. have to sacrifice and some people just, they'll be like, I want to help. Like Cool was saying earlier, I want to help, but not if it hurt me or if I have to sacrifice something, you know what I'm saying? You know, it's, it's tough. It really is tough. It's almost like, I wish there was like a plot of land somewhere separate, like a separate country or continent, like that no hasn't been discovered. We could just start all over. It just, but start like who? It just like I'm saying, what? it wouldn't work. Like, but just nah. certain. It's not like all black people gonna be here. Like, we got this land to ourselves. Let's get we it. Somebody to. gonna be like, hell no, this my section, boy. <laughs> you just, like, you just talked about black work. on black crime, bro. Like, <laughs> and when trying and warring tribes in Africa, like it's just I don't know. There's yeah, gonna always going be going to war with other countries and people so, and stuff. We will never find a way to be united, bro. Yeah. I, I just don't see it happening. I feel like that's speaking it into existence. I mean, like the word Ex- it is him. <laughs> I mean, the what the you talking about? It was bro. smoke. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like I don't know like I feel like I have that mentality in order to work with it so do you so, think you're gonna see so, change so basically so basically what we're saying is is that within the black community there, there are certain people who have to die off who think a certain way and then within the white community there are certain people who have to die off and so it's like just people gonna have to die it's gonna take like a thousand years I mean you just and, got to be really aware Nick because think about all right so let's say the last time like kind of what you happen and what you're saying happened worked is kind of with the black panthers and even most recently we looked at the the whole fred hampton thing right right the leader of the the fbi made it his number one goal to murder these people that were trying to galvanize you know what i'm saying right like so you underestimate like the the struggle too you're saying like we just need to get pushing and and will be there like no it's it's gonna be layer on layer of obstacles you know what i'm saying man i feel like it's all worth it at the end of the day if it's so well i mean we yeah, like, because i think we're thinking we're very much a, a a here and now this is what goes on in my life but it's like no one's thinking about you know that we're, we're selfish as hell we're not thinking about like but oh, look about my but grandchildren Nick, or my great great grandchildren years upon years from now. I don't think you're you're being realistic though. 
Because even not? I was gonna say you just saying like you're all in. So like, but again, it's different sacrifices that you have to make. Like Kai, so think about you're saying you want change. If you knew that you would die tomorrow, would you still do it? If it's gonna just spark, you don't know that. I mean, this you is don't. End you racism, don't know. But you it's gonna know. spark. But so Bro, would if you, anybody, if, you, if Martin Luther King knew that he was gonna get shot at that hotel, Bro. do you think he would have still been out there? Just give I it think he would because he was preaching that he knew he was gonna probably get killed. He knew he yeah. probably would got killed. He Bro, no, no. He Martin killed. Luther King knew his life was on the line, bro. Right. You he think he did know that he was government every time he stepped out? I mean, yeah, he knew that, bro. So would you, Nick? Would I? Would you? Would you become a martyr? Yeah, for your people. Martyr. Martyr. Yeah, for your people. Tomorrow, Heck no. So that's what I'm saying. P, you can't issue, be like a hundred. Yeah, if I knew, if I knew, people aren't a hundred percent in, bro. No, no, no. All right, not even if you knew. But if, 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 it's, said, a chance, if it's a good chance, if it's a good chance, you might be killed. No. Bro, Nick, if you run out and try to save somebody a traffic stop, you probably gonna get killed. You ain't got to be no legendary person, bro. They sniping for no reason. And I think a lot of people are just in survival mode. So, 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 what is this? What we just gonna keep our head down, lay low? No, you. I mean, don't get I, frustrated. We just saying these are things that need to think about. We've what? been talking about being trying to like be strategic this whole time, Nick. So that's yeah. what we do. We continue to try to figure out what works for us. Right. Therefore, if we don't, if you do something without a plan, it's not always gonna be what you wanted to be. Well, my thing that's is why we. That's why you plan. Ain't nobody cracking no plans. That ain't true, bro. You th- I don't, yeah, I disagree that with true. that. Like, I, I give you a great example. I ain't, I ain't led no marches, right? Mm-hmm. But one of my biggest goals is generational wealth. Because I know that economics has a huge part in this game. Right. So me making money, giving money to my children, and making sure they're not poor, make sure they get an education, mm-hmm. gives them a better shot of fighting in the future. Right. That's just as impactful to me, if not more, than me going out and risking getting shot at a rally, mm-hmm. throwing stuff at the police. Like I don't, I don't. And no offense to the people that that march. Like you know, right. people want to help how they think they they can help or want to help. It's the effort. I feel like there's active and passive, I guess, in that sense. But um, like, I get what you're saying, cool. But at the same time, like we stated earlier, I feel like. If you even if like you are wealthy or whatever, because the color of your skin, you still could get the same treatment as still. any regular black person out there. Like money ain't gonna save your life. It's not. Hey, 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 hey. It, 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 may, it might chance. it might make it better. It might it make it, it might not have you on that street. It might not have you on that corner standing there. I guess I get, that's about it. 12, 12 can't pull over no private jet, right? They can kill anybody. I do agree with that. They <laughs> shoot, don't care who you are. They can shoot you, you out are. the sky, though. They can say you, you, in, you in a restricted airspace. Well, if they do all that, then dag on. I'm going with the meteor. Like, who said who said something about the meteor? We going with that method. So, <laughs> you got to start right. over, bro. Yeah, if it's, if it's like that, then dag. I mean, that's what's At the people... end of the day, bro, we have to find a way to unite. And like you guys said, it's a classism. Uh, world so i don't see it happening bro like i i like i told you guys previously i have no hope anything's gonna change i mean i'm gonna keep it a band with you i'm a whole it's not even just like rich people i'm I'm a whole some people like the street life like i was looking for them a lot of them out here these rights and i won't see them you're not gonna see like 
bro, but why, <laughs> like, why, why ain't y'all out there? Like, bro, we live in, we, black people mostly, especially, bro, because probably, they live in a, a gender, a place where we say, oh, uh, I don't want to have no hope with education, so I might as well just do this illegal stuff. And but like, you know and some parents, like, they want to see it better, but some of them are actually telling them the same thing, like, yeah, you'd be better off just doing whatever because well, you know. that's, that's gonna be tough. And, or they come up with excuses and not reasons. Oh, we don't got no money to send you to college. We we can't do like, so what else are they gonna do? What are they gonna turn to? But you know what though? They I family like- hurt and they need money. They, they do, they don't care about no politics or nothing because they doing what they doing is not affecting them. Just how you know some white people, like we were saying, Certain stuff don't affect them. They don't care. Like if you in the streets and you moving this and moving that, and you getting paid and your family eating, you don't care. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Like those street people. I mean, how often do they really come in contact with white people anyway, other than the police? Because Which they stay home. Go come back, and that goes back to y'all statement earlier about even like black people not calling the police. It's not just that like they don't like they're scared. It's like they're doing they doing their thing they doing illegal activity too like it's just the police don't need to be in this neighborhood bro like a small percentage a small percentage but that's the people you talk me you saying why aren't these street dudes at these rallies though and you got a thing that's what i said it starts from home it's it's never if we're gonna be honest if we go down the list of hashtags it's never a drug dealer honestly i feel like it's part of the system Police play in the system of drugs too. No, no, they're they not killing drug lords on accident. They're not killing, they killing they right. people who won't doing nothing. They shave regular right black the top. people. That's why. But you <laughs> they're not be, killing hood people. Well, you know, because uh the drug lord, he's profiting off of poverty also within the He's community. playing in the system. Yeah. No, he's that's, making, that's why that's that when I say we need to start with us that's what i'm talking i'm talking about stuff like that i'm not just saying like i'm talking about every aspect every angle we need to start with us like i, I asked like who had any like what was the biggest impact of the fight racism and what do you think would be a good idea that's 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 i can't see it no other way that's my idea i can't like if we don't start with us what are we doing Bro, there's so many slave mentalities within the, the black community. It's ridiculous. And it's like, I don't even know where to start. What you mean? How would we what fix you mean by slave mentalities? So like, just like the whole thing when we was talking about people glorifying the killing of another black man, like that is glorified strongly within music. Like, and you won't find that in anything else, like in any other type of music. That is indicative of hip hop and rap music, which is our music. We'll sit here and it'll talk about, I ran up on dude, I spanned a block. Uh, he was talking crazy to me and you know, stuff like that. Like, Not even that. No, that's not Di- our dis- fault Disrespecting though. and belittling black women, but praising anybody Bro, other than black I, women. When black women, if you look throughout history, though. they held it down more than anybody. Facts. <laughs> I think that's a white people enjoy the narrative. So they push that music. Exactly. I don't think it's, Black people just enjoy it so much. I mean, the record owners, the people who own these companies, that's the music they pushing. So like- But we enjoy it because like it gets played and that's what gets played all the time. So now that's like ingrained and oh yeah. I mean, I like that song. Like- To be honest, Nick, I don't think they intentionally do it. I think that's all they know. 
people it's rapping about what they live. Yeah, their reality. They rapping their reality. If 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 all you know is shoot this, sell that, sling that. What else do you have to talk about? You don't. That's why you see most rappers who started off in drugs and in gangs and stuff. They they start off hungry rapping like talking about that their real street junk. But that's but not everybody. Once they get not, once they once they get money though, like what do they talk about then? Stuff. Not these new. They talk about chains, about. whips, houses, girls. They don't talk about that drug stuff no more. See, then it was their reality it, changed. Then it made sense. These not these new dudes though. These new dudes be kids coming out the suburb, get a bunch of tattoos on their face, color their hair, all type of thing, and then they want to talk talking about that life. And they never and who, been and in who, that life. And who were their influence? They were influenced by that's because they know that's what's gonna make the money. Exactly. But I don't even right. think rap. I don't. I, I'm not a fan of blaming rap music for black culture because. Black I'm people not. don't even buy music. First of all, like they not even but, rich because we buy the music. But, the white people buying the music. But yep. but but what what is within the media helps like helps push that narrative to black people because black people see it and they think, okay, this is what the reg is. Like girls who go on then on Instagram and they see all these chicks out here with the tummy tucks with the licks poked out twerking in the club, they'd be like, B- okay, BBS. that's what's popping. You know what I'm saying? Like. <laughs> but <laughs> maybe like that's what's popping so that's what I'm gonna if this is what I'm being shown and this is what's going on and that's what I'm gonna do and so uh, but I'm saying but what does people rapping about stuff that don't make them money because you gotta be honest some of the biggest activists are people who rap about crazy stuff some of the some of the biggest funds that are raised come from people who do stuff we don't agree with uh, we can't act like their wealth isn't a benefit to the fight. Like everybody like- that's a rapper rapping about anything that ain't, you know what I'm saying? Like they, the money, that's part of the game. Like if they don't got the money, they so not even, like, we're not so, even talking about them. So let me, cause I mean, I, I, I got a whole artist to that regard too. So it's like, all right, here I am. Let me, okay. You talking about your instance and you making money off of it. And you're exploiting your experience to to push this narrative, or whatever, to get more money. And then the record label is like probably proud of you, like, yeah, we need another one like that. That's what we need, right? So you make this music, and then oh, I'm gonna give two hundred thousand dollars to this whatever thing. Oh, these kids love my music and they listen to it. And then down the road, you know, stuff keeps happening because. Like, bro, you've heard of Ride or Die music? Mm-mm. You know, people would sit in the car and they would listen to certain type of songs and it would get them hyped to go shoot, catch a body. Like, and it was like hip hop, like it, music is powerful. Um, I, I just feel like m- maybe as a whole, we just need to have an entire reform within our community. Maybe we need to get away from um, the way we view ourselves. Because if we view ourselves a certain type of way, how are we even expecting anyone else to look at us differently? Start from the inside out. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, we got a lot. Of, we got a lot of growing to do, bro. We got a lot. I just think is we just got to make sure we don't put too much on one person's shoulders. You know what I'm saying? Like. This is everybody fight. 
but you know I can't look at young baby or y'all know I don't listen to rap like that. <laughs> but I can't but, I can't put that on them, bro. Like you gonna you gonna sing and like that ain't no different than old girls singing about strange fruit, bro. Like that was her reality. You know what I'm saying? Like you see people get shot in the streets, that ain't no difference than and she just died too. I forgot what her name was. Um, um not Lena Horn, was it? I don't know what her name was, but she saw people hanging from trees. Like that's, I think it's dangerous if we minimalize our experience to the influence Billy of rap Holiday. music. Yeah, that's Billy, her name. Billy Holiday. Yeah. yeah, I'm. I'm just saying. I'm not saying it's all rap music, fault. I'm not. But yeah, you got it's perpetuating like, the oh, image. Like, don't get it. Like New America, is. you know. That's a conscious song, you know. Yeah, it's a good conscious song, you know. It's just like everybody don't talk about uh, violence and this and that. Conscious music doesn't make money; it just doesn't. Um, There's a couple conscious rappers that that the people like, you know. You got, but they're like one out of you know a hundred. You know what I mean? Like conscious music only goes, and it's like a very strict core fan base. It's not provocative. It doesn't get the people going. It doesn't. Um, it, they got to do certain antics. And some people some people will say, I mean, yeah, some people just want to dance. They like the beat. And but, some rappers straddle the fence. They'll be uh, lit on this track, and then they'll be conscious on another track. Like, 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 little, like Cole. Yeah, yeah little, little Baby. Little Baby did it, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, that's a, that is a rapper, see? You said young, sure, baby. young baby. You said young baby. <laughs> oh Lord, we don't know, we don't know him. <laughs> young baby, look, that's young same baby. age. They about the same age, ain't they? Um, but um, so what is so? Let's talk about because I I know you got the hoodie and everything on. What what is kind of your vision for the brand that you created? Kind of talk to the people because I know you rocking it. Um, um what was kind of your vision and where you want to see that? Like, go? like make sure make sure they can see the whole hoodie. Why why you talking about it? Just make sure they can't see my bottom half. Um, <laughs> bro, why you keep getting on this podcast in your drawers? I don't know why. Who says I'm in my drawers, bro? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Why you keep getting on this podcast with no drawers? <laughs> but now, um, so 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 Black Wild in Public, um, the idea of it was uh, not being able, not being afraid to be your individual self, like whatever that is. Um, your definition of being black. Um, you could just be you, but like if you were to see somebody wearing this, you understand like, look, we all understand that the one thing we gotta do more than anything is be black while in public. People are going to see us and they're probably gonna have a stigma about us or whatever, but we still gotta strive and push through. Um, that was that was the concept behind it. I think, oh God, what, what year was I came up with this idea? Was it like two years ago, three years ago now? But um, I feel like that kind of is like, a, a, it was like an idea of a solidarity. Like I see you with this as in like, you know what? You may have grew up in the suburb over here and then I grew up over here in the projects, but we both understand that we're pushing towards the same goal at the end of the day. Like you may be in a better position right now, but you know, we're both uh, wanting to see, you know, all of us do better. Um, so it's like a state, stay true to yourself, no matter what. Stay true to yourself and stay true to the cause, like stay true to the purpose, like understanding that like we want 
better overall for all of us. Like, no, maybe everybody isn't at the same point in their life. Everybody doesn't have the same means or, you know, education, but it's like, I, I, one thing that we can all understand is that, what is it that black old folks always tell you is one thing you had to do is two things you got to do in life is be black and die. Stay black and die. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it's crazy because I, when I think about it from a pro professional stance, I don't think all black people, and this may sound bad, I don't know if all black people are intentionally proud to be black in spaces. You know, Facts. like like when we talk about first, for example, mm -hmm. some people don't like being the black, like I use my example. There are some people in my shoes that may say, I don't want to be the black pharmacist. I just want to be a pharmacist. I don't want you to see, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to represent, I don't want to hold the weight of the right. whole, you know what I'm saying? Race on my shoulders. I don't right. want who I am to be represent the black experience. That's too much pressure. Yeah, and I feel like that's how some people be feeling like, oh, you asked me to talk to the patients about this certain issue because I'm black. Like some people could find offense to that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's racism. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's racism. Uh, From that's the black of, people? No, towards the black people. If like you make them talk to oh. someone. Yeah, go go talk to them about about uh God, I don't know. Okay, so I'm gonna give you an example. I'm gonna give you an example. Is that different? So black people are disproportionately getting the COVID vaccine, right? Mm -hmm. So my boss says, Daryl, I want you to talk to this group of black people about getting the vaccine because mm -hmm. I'm black, obviously. Is that any different than me saying, I want this police officer to respond to a call in this community because he's black? No, it's the same. Cause yeah, it's the same. But I can't. Uh, but is, I and, guess, and, and, and is that racism? I can't get upset about it though. Like that, it just, I guess it would make sense. It's like hearing it from another black person, I guess would be more convincing than if you heard it from, I guess a white person. You know, if a black person came to my house and was like, all right, y'all, what's going on here? You might feel like maybe you'll, you'll be more at ease. But if a white guy comes up in here and he's like, all right, what's the issue? And you're kind of like thrown off. Um, it, it also does kind of make you feel kind of weird too. I get what you're saying, man. You, you so, gotta keep in mind, black people be bringing black people down too. Let's go back to the like, the medical feel like you can have something wrong with you you'll have a, a black person come and some black people can be like i don't want him like give me give me that guy the white guy he gonna know what he's talking about he white like i've seen many cases like that people do that often bro i do it myself that's our chance when i go to bojangles and and then i look in the back and i see a bunch of black people and i'll be like i know my my supreme's about to be dry like, I just know it. They, they not. I just feel like they about, <laughs> them joints about to be dry. But when, you know, when I see uh, Rodrigo back there with, with Paul, 
I'm yeah, gonna be racist. like, you racist, bro. <laughs> you, live, you said names. <laughs> you, you prejudiced. I don't know the word because I know some people say black people can't be racist, but you just said <laughs> I can't it's highly you problematic, that, bro. bro. You basically you just, just said that. black you people said are lazy. Go and Paul. <laughs> no, you said no, black I, people lazy and Hispanic people work harder. That's what you just said. Not what I said at all. I just said that I know when I go to Bojangles, my Supremes don't be dry. When perception I, is reality. So who you want to who you want to make your sweet tea? The black person, Jason or Devonte. Devonte got to be my sweet tea <laughs> <laughs> all day. Devonte better make that sweet tea, and if Devonte ain't making a sweet tea, he better call his grandma Pam to come up there and make it. If we can't get Pam, then good lord. I guess it's not racism. It's just like stereotyping. I think it's cultural. Like um, no, that's the problem, though. No, no, no. I think stereotypical no, stereotypes is a justification I for racism. Bro. So I, I don't think that black people are lazier than that. I feel like they just don't want to be there. Like they'd be like, I could be doing something better, bro. That's and the I same feel, but you and and I, white person said that. And I feel take that away from the ones who work hard. From bro. my, from my experience, and me working with people who are from a Hispanic background, who are migrants who came here. They're happy to be here. They're like, they're like, you know what? I made the decision to come here. This is what I want. Uh, the black people I see working there, they be like, bro, I don't even want to. They'll tell you, bro, I don't even really want this job. I'm just doing it because I got to have a job on paper or like, you know, something like that. Nick, that's what well, like Larry said, starting from within though. You perpetuating that idea is part of the reason. And, and like that, a white person bro, gonna listen to I didn't to say this. I'm exclusive. If we got white listeners, they are gonna walk away saying black people who work in fast food chains don't work as hard as Hispanic people. Yeah, and then if white people listening, they gonna be like, oh, well, I'm not making a tea no more. Then the black person gonna get mad. Well, I'm always making the tea, and this white person ain't doing nothing. Look, ben, and I'm not saying I'm excluded from that, bro. That's that's the whole thing. It's not like I'm a, a, a above the book, above the board individual. Like I am an average man, like anybody else. I go through the same type of prejudices within myself, and same, you know, pitfalls. But I also have to under you like you also understand. It's like there has to be something better. There has to be like a better way of doing this. Like a, a fool can recognize that. Like you sit back and be like, yo, this is crazy. You know how many times you met somebody who was doing something wild and they'd be like, bro, I got to stop doing this. They don't stop, but they like, they know they got to stop. You you know what's wrong. Like some people don't, I guess, on, but like- are, bro, What are you talking about? Are you talking about like- You're talking about me and my press? Like smoking cigarettes or like, are you like, what kind of- Doing something wrong, are you? Referring yeah, to? I guess like yeah, like maybe somebody who's like maybe smoking cigarettes and be like it's bad for my health, it's killing me. I need to stop, but they don't. You know what I'm saying? Or heck, so you're saying racism is an so how are you applying that to race? Yeah, you so you saying like you got a white person see another white person like uh, is that treating is that, treating a, a customer it's, different? It's definitely. Black? You know what? I would dare say racism is kind of like a, a mental disease. Borderline, maybe I could see that, but I don't know. I could say that it's like mental disease. It's like it's it's akin to like I would say it's called almost like brainwashing if you think about it. It's been perpetuated for so long. Um, you'll meet. I I remember I I, I had a battle buddy, and he was from West Virginia, and I asked him if he had ever been in contact with black people before in his life, 
he was like, no, like when we first talked to him, you could tell he was like real, real shy. Like he was never, he didn't know how to take us. And then after hanging with us and I just asked him, I was like, yo, um, you ever been around black people? You ever like been around black men or women? He was like, no, this is my first time ever meeting black people in person. I was like, yeah, that's like a real culture shock. He was like, it is. He's like, well, what do you think? He was like, I don't see why so many people hate y'all. I don't see it. And I just- that's a lot of people like that. I had a roommate last year from West Virginia. He said he had two black people that went to his high school. I'm like, that was the first two black people he knew. So after that nigga, you saying he knew how to take y'all from there? He, he, I guess he had a better, like from what he heard, he said it wasn't like, it didn't, it didn't like um, correlate all those things he's heard. So like he's hearing all these things about black people. He was like, bro, he's like, you're like me. Y'all remember? Yes. Yes. Remember on our last names again. That's all right. He's Russian. He don't live here. You don't know that. <laughs> no, man, I don't. I don't. <laughs> might have moved back. But yeah, no, but said, so I remember like, yo, um, he was like, he said, basically said the same thing. He was like, I remember he used the N word and I said, bro, well, we got to definitely bleep his name out now. Oh, um, I was like, <laughs> I was like, I was like, bro, what did, you can't say that at all. And he was like, oh, he's like, I didn't know. He's like in Moscow, people would look at the black person. They say, oh, that's a that, that's a that. I just thought that's what y'all were called. And that tripped me out. But um, he's like, you hear it in the music. And he was like, and that's, you know, and I figured that's what y'all y'all say. But um, I so look at it. Saying, but but the difference is his was, his was pure though. He didn't, he didn't know it was any uh, racism behind it though. Right. But then your battle buddy, him, he had to learn how to take y'all from yeah. the beginning. So yeah. now like, he went from not knowing how to take y'all. Exactly. Like, take you specifically to then. Honest, then, then he could take you. On, honestly. When, when time went on. Is that that's what you said earlier, right? No, like he just what did. You laughing at Cause it's I was the way, trying not to look at him. Cause, 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 he, cause you. <laughs> but, but, um, but yeah, cause I get what you're doing there. But um, I see it. You trying to laugh while you were saying it. <laughs> but um, Bro, so long. But um, yeah, nah, like. I can't. I don't even know what to say after that. <laughs> that <laughs> so, your battle buddy hooked you up. All right. So do y'all think? Because everybody always talking about sellouts, right? So you you just talked about your experience changed his perspective. Yeah. Do y'all because, think we need to have a more embracing white people stance more than I hate white people? Not maybe. that we hate white people. They gotta I'm not embrace. That. They gotta embrace us. I think it's got to just be, it's got to be both hands coming across the aisle, man. I know from my experience, so I, I be doing like little stuff, like y'all might do it too. Like I work, I go to work, right? And I walk past a bunch of black people. Yeah, <laughs> now what's going on? What's up, man? What's going on with you? How's it going? Good morning. Mm-hmm. Either they don't say nothing or they barely want to say something back. Who's that? But- I go... Black Walk people. past white people. What's going on, man? What's up? Hey, buddy. How What's you doing? Hey, Sarn. How's it going? How's it going, Sarn? Hey, lively. Ready to speak to you. Like, we can't even, like, greet each other. Like, that's an issue by itself. Like, 
what does what does God want? <laughs> like, why is he talking to me? I feel like it depends on your ratio though. Cause when I go to places where it's like two out of a thousand, oh yeah, when you see that one person, you like thanks. <laughs> <laughs> right, it's like we in here. Hey, what you here for? Right. Like, when I was at Carolina, the ratio shouldn't matter though. I know, I know. But like, for example, when I was at Carolina, every black person I saw, I met. Cause we was just like, what's your story? When I was at Central, hmm, there's a lot of people at Central I didn't meet that I probably should know. You know, you just, you just so many people, you just like, I like who I like. I ain't got to like you cause you black almost. So I got a question. All right, that so, if you, so bad. so if you're on the street, man, you're on the street, man. Right size, a black dude in a hoodie young. Uh, you know, say so he's just the only person that side, but a so, black so dude Nick, on. So Nick on one side, okay. And then you on the other side, you got like five white people walking, having good conversation. What side do you go on? Do you like whichever do you side care what side? No, huh? whichever side I'm on. So yeah. you don't care. No. Cause if you ask somebody else this question, they probably can go on the side where you see white people. Cause it's cause it's a bunch of white guys having fun. Right, yeah, you see a black. Yeah, that was extreme. Why couldn't it have been the black guy listening to music or something? <laughs> I mean, either way, I mean, how I mean, just like, like, but no, I get what he's saying. To, he's saying with the hoodie. Yeah, no, like, like Rod Wade. Like, I feel like I feel like Tombstone. I feel like the little boy had on a hoodie, right? Bro, I feel like our own kind stereotype against this. Oh no, really? Because I remember yeah, I, ain't exactly what I was saying. I've, I've done that before. Oh, when I lived in Fayetteville, I missed it, and I was at the Walmart on Skybo, like. This is wrong to say, but it was some people walking past my car and I locked the door. And I was like, I can't believe I did that. You a smart man. <laughs> I was like, I can't believe Skybo. I done that. Yeah, you mm. smart man. You know that Walmart on Skybo kind of, you on know what I'm saying? Mm. Oh yeah, it's on, it's on the military. Uh, do not, uh, what is, what's the list? Like you're not supposed to go do there. Do not go Walmart? there, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so. I've been there. <laughs> I don't know if it was cause like, the group, I think it was a number of people. I don't know if it's necessarily cause like how they look. Either way, I just, and I did it not like fear. It was just like almost natural, like. But you know what you've experienced? Yeah, we violence. traumatized, bro. We came from Rocky Mountain, bro. That's normal. Yeah, ain't, like, ain't nothing wrong about what you did, cool. <laughs> nothing. We've, we've like, yeah, like I think everybody here can say that they've probably experienced some form of violence from a person that looked like us. So I can uh, like, or you know somebody who's experienced violence from someone that looks like us. I mean, we have that issue within our own community. Yes, we we definitely, we, I mean, we, we, we kill ourselves at a very large uh, proportion. Just like when we all talking about the basketball issue, he was, and Dominique was like, you know, Rocky Mount, Cats be shooting first, talking later. Like that knee jerk reaction is like, that's the first thing is like, oh, I'm dealing with you. Like, I'm just going to resort to violence. Like, it's, we're sick. Who? Black people. Who we? Black I people. Ain't sick. You know, not individually. As, 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 a, as a people, as a whole. As a cool. people. Oh. It's a we thing. Sick sound a, like a bad word. But, but if you're conditioned, then I, I, isn't that being somewhat sick? I guess. 
I get. I feel like that's all we can do is survive, though. Like, it's all we always talking about, like getting to the other side, bro. I don't know if there's another side because if you even think about the rhetoric within the black community, it's like we the first to be on the to go across the earth. We the kings, we the queen. Like, if black people really had the power to do what they wanted, would we not just flip racism upside down? That's the thing. They have a system in play what right. that suppresses that. Look at the history book. Look at what they teach us in school. Cool. No, Come no, I'm now. saying though, with like a lot of in black reality, people don't know that we did yeah. that. But I'm saying though, in, in reality, if we got the power back, would we not use it the same way? Like, do we really think black people would just Probably be? Not. I honestly think black Probably people not. Are, are gullible. We, we'll get that power, and like, we'll you know what? It is what it is. You know. No, I think we're just compassionate, bro. I don't even because if that was the case, we would have done it back then. We didn't. Yeah, I think exactly. That's what I, that's we would have. We would have. We would have been the one to to colonize the entire world. Like, I don't know about that, bro. There's, there's. Think even, about it. We was peaceful. We was minding bro, our we own business. We were We weren't trying to. We were the we, ones putting the slaves on the boat. Yeah, financial man, gain. But, they didn't but, do that on their but own. Nobody that's a whole knew. different conversation, right? But there. they didn't. I, but I they can't didn't. Talk about that one, one, they didn't know. Did they know it was going to be the same level of? Did they care though? They was trying to win. It was just they, slaves at the time. It won't make money, man. People trying to win, bro. That's the scary part. They didn't think. They didn't even think about like what's the long term effect. And that's the scary part. Like if we had to, like it's just like we are on the bottom of this game. But like if you think about racism, it's logical. It ain't morally correct. It ain't nice. It ain't fair. But it's kind of logical. So do you think there's some African families right now who have like old money from slavery? Nah, they came back and took that. They 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 sold so many people that they just turned around and it won't much left. Mm, they they took the people and they came back and took the resources. Mm, you're right. I can't talk about this. I don't, y'all ain't ready for me. They spread them thin, bro. <laughs> they they got them, bro. I don't think. I mean, I don't know. There are very wealthy African fans. I don't yeah, know if they had anything. They're very, yeah, they're I don't very, know if it go back there for us. enough to cheat, bro. I ain't gonna get that much. Look, we want to say thank you guys for supporting us all season long. We got a lot of exciting things coming y'all way for season two. Um, it's looking like it's gonna launch this summer. So just keep keep on track, keep paying attention, and we'll definitely let you guys know. Make sure you like, subscribe, comment. If you haven't heard every episode, take the time to go back and listen. And we will see you guys on season two of End of Bonus Podcast. Peace.